let's say you hear yesterday's episode about two different types of vulnerability. And after that episode, you get to the end of the episode and you say, wow, I wonder if I struggle with either of those types of vulnerability. You just asked yourself an amazing question. Then what you do with that answer dictates the progress you make in that category, the progress you make with that specific thing. Time isn't infinite. Maybe I need to be a little more practical. You know what? Maybe I can't achieve that in this short amount of time. It gets you thinking. But if you ask that to the wrong person, though, actually, that question would be relevant to everyone. But the answer is going to be different for everyone. And that's why questions are so powerful. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another episode of Next Level University, where we help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed yesterday's episode, episode number 1,561, Two Different Types of Vulnerability. Today, for episode number 1,562, How Asking the Right Questions Will Change Your Life. That's a very heavy title. And it's very suggestive. But if we were just to make a simple example of somebody being locked, let's just say somebody's locked in a room and they're thinking of the questions that they could ask themselves, which questions do you think would be the most likely to help them get out of that room? How can I get out of this room would be one. What is something creative I can do that's outside of the box to get out of this room? The questions that they're asking themselves are powerful questions. They're affirming questions. They're questions that are going to bring awareness and opportunity, not questions that are going to force them to stay exactly where they are. And I'm sure you've seen, like, asking yourself, what can I learn from this? That type of, like, those type of, of quotes on Instagram. I know that's a very small example, and that's a very layer one example. But if you think of, All of the growth, or maybe the majority of the growth that you've had as a human being, it's probably come from either you asking yourself a question or somebody asking a question to you. And then with the new answer, you having a new opportunity and a new awareness to try something new. When I'm on podcasts and people say, what changed for you in the beginning? I usually say I started asking myself why. I just tried to ask myself, why do I feel insecure around this person? Why do I feel confident around this person? Why do I feel insecure here, but I feel confident here? Asking yourself the challenging question or any question is step one. Sitting in the discomfort of not knowing the answer or exploring the answer is number two. But asking the right questions can change your life because it's creating an opportunity for growth. Not everybody has super growth-oriented people in their lives, so maybe we can't rely as much on the people around us to ask questions. But if you can. If you can sit with it, let's just say, okay, let's do this. Let's say you read a book, or even better, let's say you hear yesterday's episode about two different types of vulnerability. 
And after that episode, you get to the end of the episode and you say, wow, I wonder if I struggle with either of those types of vulnerability. You just asked yourself an amazing question. Then what you do with that answer dictates the progress you make in that category, the progress you make with that specific thing. And if you do that every day and you're doing that every time you hear something or you read something, I am willing to bet you're going to become very, very hyper aware, very, very self-aware. And you'll probably understand why you're making a lot of the decisions you're making or not making. Even that episode came out of a question you asked Taryn. Why do you think vulnerability is so hard? 100%. Yeah. So to the last episode, if you did listen to yesterday's, yesterday's episode, can't talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, the two different types of vulnerability. One of them is giving feedback. The other one is receiving feedback in a nutshell. And if you ask, which one of those do I struggle with more? There's a question. For me, the answer is giving feedback. Okay. Um, how could I practice that more? Boom. And then you come up with an answer of, well, be more aware of it. And I, I, could, I could share more feedback with my clients today. today. And then you practice and then you get better. And so I heard this once about questions versus answers. The, the person who asks great questions ends up with all the answers. And the reasons question, the reason, question, the number one reason questions matter more than answers is because they, they guide you long term. Let me explain. If, if you come to me and we're on a coaching session and you're having this specific challenge, we can identify the root cause of that challenge and then create a solution. That's it. That, that's it though. Whereas if I give you a set of questions that help you solve the problem yourself, so for example, Kev comes to me and he says, hey man, I want to lose 10 pounds in 10 weeks. And I say, okay, uh, start with 2,000 calories and uh, work out every day for 45 minutes and we'll see where the scale moves and then we'll adjust accordingly. Okay, cool. That's great, but now he's relying on me mm. to give him answers instead of let me give him a set of questions. Whenever you want to lose weight, Kev, all you have to do is ask, what kind of exercise should I be doing to maximize my caloric output? Uh, what is the amount of calories that I need to eat to, to stay in a caloric s- s- uh, deficit? Uh, how often should I be weighing myself? Right? No matter what the goal is, the questions are still relevant. Versus every, and this is why podcasting can be so challenging because Kevin and I are providing feedback and advice and perspective without knowing you. Yeah. I mean, we kind of know you. Heart-driven individuals with low self-worth who are sick and tired of being held back by themselves and others. If you are sick and tired of being held back by yourself and others, you are a part of this community, and that's part of why you are listening to this show, most likely. Now, I don't know for sure. I don't know you yet. I know many of our listeners, but not all of you. So I can't give you advice until we get on the phone and I start understanding you and your goals and your core values and the life that you want and what fulfills you and what you're passionate about and what your purpose is. But with questions, they can guide you forever, regardless of what changes and who you are and where you're from. So what I would love to do if you're game, Kev, is oh boy, what are your favorite questions to, to ask yourself, other people? I, I'll, I'll start with one just because I want to lead by example. I ask this question all the time to myself and to Emilia in particular. Because Emilia has what I call a super growth mindset. She is so growth oriented that actually that becomes a bottleneck. And I'll explain. What is the seemingly empowering belief 
that is actually limiting. In other words, what is the empowering, uh, what is the disempowering belief that has disguised itself as empowering? That's one of my favorite questions in the world because then you go, you know what, maybe I am a little overly abundant. You know, time isn't infinite. Maybe I need to be a little more practical. You know what, maybe I can't achieve that in this short amount of time. It gets you thinking. But if you ask that to the wrong person, though, actually, that question would be relevant to everyone. But the answer is going to be different for everyone. And that's why questions are so powerful. Hey, Kevin, Kim here. Just wanted to send you a video to say thank you so much for your help on creating the Peaceful Productivity Podcast. You know, I couldn't have done it without you. I knew you'd be lots of great help with the technical aspects of getting the podcast going, but you went well above and beyond that. You helped me with the strategy and you gave me all kinds of really great support. You know, I think the key to success in business is a great attitude and you have that in spades. You really walk the walk. So thanks again. Take care. I'll talk to you soon. I often wake up cold sweat middle of the night. I say, am I still more Jack than Alan? <laughs> and then I drift back off to sleep. <laughs> With a nice confident yes. <laughs> no, I don't, I, don't have, I don't have 1 a.m. sessions like that. It's usually stress that keeps me up at night. <laughs> sure One of my Jack favorite Jack. ones is what's really, what's really under this? That's one of my favorite questions. So if I say, I'm going to go... I know I've been using the gym and jujitsu a lot, so I'll try to think of a, a different one. Well, no, I, I'm just going to use it because that's, that's the one that's top of mind. And it, it'll mean the most because it's real. My alarm clock went off today at 5, 5.30, and I had a conversation with myself. And I, I was like, I'm not going to go to the gym. I don't, I don't want to go to the gym. I'm not motivated to go to the gym. I don't want to do it. What's under that is my shoulder has been killing me and I, I feel like it's going to be a giant waste of time to go to the gym, end up disappointed and leave 15 minutes in. I just would rather not go. What's under that is frustration and the fear of more frustration. The fear that I'm going to go to the gym and it's going to be worse than it was last time. So I'll just wait for jujitsu tomorrow where jujitsu goes fine. What's actually under this? That has been something that has really, really... It's been very beneficial. Tara and I were talking today in the shower. Something happened to our Roku. So our Roku's like broken. So we can't stream to the TV. I don't know. Something's going on. I don't know what's happening. It says not connected to the Wi-Fi, but the Wi-Fi is fine. I don't know. And I told her, I said, I don't know, it might be time for a new TV. I get an 80 inch, something like that, you know, Christmas, give myself a little present. And she said, we don't need a new TV, Kev. Let's just get a new Roku. And I asked myself that question of what's the part of you that wants the new TV? Is that the part, is that like the child, inner child part of you that's been working so hard that you want some sort of present for yourself? Is that what it is? When you could just buy a new Roku for 50 bucks. No, you don't have to get a, a 90 inch TV. Is it the part of you that wants to use this as a convenient opportunity to upgrade your life? Probably. Or is it because Alan's been talking about his new projector? Alan and... got a projector or Emilia <laughs> bought Alan a projector. Maybe I want, I want that. But I, yeah, that's been a really beneficial question to me. What's really under this? What's really under the fact that I want to do this or I don't want to do this? What would serve me the most is a question I try to ask pretty often. Uh, why? Why is probably my favorite. That's, that's probably my, 
my favorite question. And then the one I've shared many, many times, what would the best version of you do? That's mm-hmm. the one that, again, it probably sounds corny. Maybe it, maybe it doesn't. I don't know. I'm sure to some people it would. But anytime you have an opportunity to take the shortcut or the, the easy way out, just saying, what would the best version of you do? That is, I had, this is a great example. Last night, we took the sheets off the bed. We have separate, we have adjustable beds, so they're separate, but they're together. And Taryn was out for the night and I was putting sheets back on my bed. And I said, what would the best, ver- the best version of Kev would put to take care of her bed too? Don't just do yours, you lazy ass. Just, mm-hmm. <laughs> she, would, she would really, she would really, very positive self-talk. Yeah, yeah, very positive. She would really yeah. appreciate that. What would the best version of you do? The best version of you would be very thoughtful and it's only going to take you an extra couple minutes. It's not that big of a deal. Just that type of small, small stuff. You throw something in the trash, you miss. Yeah, I know nobody knows it's behind the trash, but you do. And that's, that's really where it started. So that's, that's one of my favorite questions. That's where self-esteem is built right there, man. For sure. Way to go. And if you want a great relationship, that's what it is right there. Yeah, just it's put moments the like that. Yeah. It's moments like that, 100%. Uh, I'll just give some of my favorites. What's the most valuable use <clears throat> of my time right now? That will come up with some good stuff. Your brain can come up with great answers. You got to trust your brain. You just got to ask the right question. Uh, another one is this one was Kobe Bryant, I think. He said, "Remember when we had uh, Mark? Uh, damn, I can't remember his name. He he was the questions guy. The questions. We had him on the show." His name was Mark. He had like whiter hair, but he was a great dude. Oh, Mark Champagne. Mark Champagne. There you go. Mark Champagne. He said Kobe Bryant had a question he always asked himself, which was, where am I negotiating with my non-negotiables? Where am I negotiating with my non-negotiables? In other words, where are you cheating the system? Where are you cheating yourself? There's another good one. Now, again, if you overly ask questions with negative answers, so for example, you have to ask affirming and negative questions. And, And again, we can do another episode on this because I know we gotta, we gotta go, but some questions are tough to ask because you don't want the answer. Okay. Where am I screwing up right now? Where, just like Kevin said, what would the best version of Kevin do? I always ask, what would my future self thank me for? Mm. You know why we don't ask that question? Cause we don't want to do it. What, what will my future self thank me for? Where am I screwing up right now? Well, I'm not writing enough. Well, I'm not doing enough mobility. Well, I'm not hydrating as well as I could. That's what coaching is. All coaching is, is feedback. It's just, hey, you say you want this goal. Okay, what am I doing that's not in alignment with my goals right now? Where could I be a better partner to Emilia? Uh, what's really frustrating me these days? And why? And what can I do about it? So questions, thinking is nothing more or less than asking and answering questions. And your brain comes up with great answers, but you have to have the courage to ask the tough questions. Last one, this one will hit home. Did this at a Relationship Talks event last night. Who do I want to believe is not toxic, who I'm certain actually is when I ask my intuition? Who do I wish wasn't toxic, but I'm certain they are? You don't want to ask that question because when your intuition comes up with an answer, you don't want to have to do anything about it. You want to pretend this person's not toxic, but you know they are. Who's not good for me that I keep pretending is? Those are the tough questions right there. Um, So, questions of the way. 
And the the opposites of all those too can be productive depending on where you are in the drive to five. Who's someone that I'm afraid to spend time around but would be super positive for me? Yeah, that's fire. Those are that too of what am I really proud that I accomplished? What am I doing really well right now that I'm not giving myself credit for? I'll I'll turn up a positive spin on it because I know a lot of us do beat ourselves up more than we actually should. Yeah, you need both. You need and both. If some people are overly positive, some pe- people are overly negative. We drive to five. You can't only look at the good. You have to look at the bad too. But you can't only look at the bad. You got to look at the good too. So try to stay at five with that. That's a good point. All right, we got to go because you're going on a podcast. Tomorrow for episode number 1,563, I'm going to do a little pivot. I want to do one powerful reframe on money. That's what we're going to do tomorrow. One powerful reframe on money. Yeah, I think it's going to make for a good episode. It's going to be a, an out-of-the-box way to think about money. So that is what we're going to do tomorrow. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. Grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Questions are the answer. Next Level Nation. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family. We mean it when we say family. If you ever need anything, please reach out to us directly. Everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes. Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow.